0: I'm Frank Garza and welcome to Here and Abroad, a podcast that follows the U.S. men's national team and their player pool across MLS and Europe. On today's show, we're previewing the U.S. MNT's upcoming match against Mexico in the first edition of the All State Continental Classico. The match is this Wednesday night, April 19th in Glendale, Arizona. To help me preview the match, I've invited Larry Henry Jr. to the show. Larry is the managing editor and U.S. MNT writer at SBI Soccer. He's also a contributor for MLS Next Pro. Larry, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks a lot, Frank, for having me. Um, Good to connect with you. And um, yeah, really excited to to talk about this upcoming U.S. men's national team game. It feels like just yesterday they were wrapping up CONCACAF Nations League, and now we're back at it with uh, the first ever uh, Continental Classico. So thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, they've had, it feels like there's been a lot of USMNT action these last couple months. And then after this match, we're going to have a little bit of a break again before the the Nations League semifinals. But with regards to this match, I'd love to start by just getting your thoughts on how meaningful this match against Mexico actually is in your mind. You know, it's more or less, I know it's this official Continental Classico, but it's more or less a glorified friendly. It's outside of a FIFA international window. And so neither team has any, has you know, called in anything close to their first team. So do you think this match even matters and why or why not?
1: I definitely still think it matters for sure. Um, I think it's another opportunity for a lot of guys that are maybe, maybe like fringe players for the summer tournaments to kind of bring, you know, show what they can bring to the table. I think anytime you play Mexico, whether it's a friendly or nations league or gold cup, I think it's always important, you know, the fans um, are definitely going to be excited for it. I'm sure that there'll be a lot of fans making the the travel out to see the game. And I, I think for Anthony Hudson, it's also a, another good opportunity for him to get to work with these guys, the, some of the veterans, you know, back in this group, you know, Walker Zimmerman, Aaron Long, uh, Kellen Acosta. But, but like I said, too, it's also, I think, a good opportunity for him to work with some guys who maybe he hasn't seen all that much of, you know, Paxton Pomical, Brandon Vasquez, uh, Alan Sonora. Uh, I know, uh, you know, a pair of goal te- goalkeepers uh, in there as well. Dre Callender and, and Roman Celitano, you know, both looking for their debuts. So uh, I think it's uh, definitely a meaningful game. Uh, it might not mean much in terms of, you know, in points or anything like that, but it's another good exercise, I think, for these guys to, to keep, you know, building towards what's going to be a, a busy summer.
0: Yeah. I like what you said about it being kind of a, well, I think of it as being kind of like a tryout for the gold cup this summer for some of these like fringe players. You know, one thing I think has been pretty consistent from Anthony Hudson is he's following a lot of the formula that Greg Burhalter followed, you know, two summers ago with gold cup nations league you know, in terms of splitting the squad. And and so I anticipated him continuing with that. And what happened two years ago was they called in the first team for the Nations League and they called in more of a MLS, even second team-based squad. I've heard some people even refer to it as like a C-team squad for the Gold Cup. And so I do expect that Gold Cup to be largely comprised of uh, MLS players. And so some of these guys are, are on the fringe of that and it's a chance for them to, Kind of prove themselves and try and make it, you know, onto that roster. The other thing that I think is like really important for this match is that the momentum that we have against Mexico. The last time Mexico beat the USMNT was in September 2019 in a friendly. So it's been almost four years since Mexico has beat the USMNT, and I think that gives us a little bit of a mental edge. And I know if we lose this, we can still say, "Well, yeah, but this was more of a friendly." They haven't beat us in a competitive match. But I think that if we can go out there and get a win and keep this kind of close to four-year unbeaten streak going, that's going to continue to put pressure on Mexico, and they're going to feel that even more coming up with this uh, Nations League semifinal game that we're going to have against them uh, in June.
1: I think too, uh, Frank. Too, if with um, it. I think there's obviously going to be maybe a little bit of pressure, like you said, on Mexico because obviously Tata Martino is no longer part of the program. You know, new new coach comes in. Um, you know, he's going to want to you know kind of change the scenery a little bit with the team, obviously after kind of a disappointing world cup for them. And, and obviously I know some things off the field uh, as well, but, you know, kind of the same thing with the USA, they, they want to, you know, see what their young players are about. Yes. There's been a lot of key veterans from Mexico over the last, you know, four, eight, 12 years, 12, even longer. Um, but I think for them, it's about, you know, seeing what this next kind of group of guys can bring to the table. Um, Cause like you said, they haven't beaten the U S and, in close to four years, they, they they you know they lost the Gold Cup final and the Nations League final and and obviously the trip to the U.S. for the the uh, the home World Cup qualifiers. So yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be you know some added pressure on Mexico, even though it is uh you know like you said a glorified friendly in a way. They're definitely Mexico is gonna want to win this and maybe get some momentum before that uh, all important Nations League semifinal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do think. More of the pressure, you know, is on Mexico for this match, you know, than the U.S. Let's talk about the roster. So the roster was released last week. Uh, There's been a few updates to it due to injuries in the last couple of days. But when you take a look at this roster, I'm curious to hear just about a few of the things that stood out to you. A few of the maybe storylines you're interested in watching as this match plays out in a couple of days. Uh, what, what's the first one of those that comes to mind?
1: I think, you know, like you said earlier about this match falling outside of a FIFA uh, window, I was honestly shocked to see, first and foremost, to, uh, to see Serginho Des there, because I know he hasn't been playing really the last probably two months or so with AC Milan, hasn't really got that much playing time. I know they they have a lot of competitions right now, and he might not be, first choice at, at right back or left back or wherever they decide to use him. But um, it's very, you know, intriguing, I think, to see a, an AC Milan player, you know, uh, from a guy from a top five European league called in for this, this friendly. Uh, but I think it's also important for him because he wants to play. He, he wants, obviously wants, you know, some minutes. I think it's going to be an important summer for him at club level, whether it's, uh, you know, because it doesn't sound like AC Milan is going to, retain him or, or try to buy him from barcelona outright and it doesn't also sound like barcelona wants to to keep him as, as well so I'm, I'm curious to see where he goes this summer but that was the first thing i think that really stood out at me was that they were able to get this kind of move done uh wonder i wonder if it was something where ac milan's like yeah go ahead take him you know because he's he's not really part of the plans right now so uh, I was definitely uh, you know intrigued to see that because I think obviously I think he's a talented player and maybe just needs to find the right path at club level to to get some confidence back because when you see him with the national team right I thought he he's always lively he's always you know really good one v one defender and trying to do things on the, the offensive end as well and I think um, this could be a good opportunity for him to to get some confidence back um, and then also you know, maybe work with some of these new faces that are going to be called in into the back line as well.
0: Yeah, he does. When you look at the roster, he does stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, an AC Milan player in this lineup, it, it's, it sticks out as a sore thumb, but I think he's happy to get the minutes, like you said, and uh, it's his best chance to kind of keep his form, keep his form going. You know, I'll mention one of the things that stood out to me is the, the midfield. I'm so curious to see what Anthony Hudson is going to do with this midfield because there's not much experience in the players called up uh, from the midfield position. You know, you look at Kellen Acosta, he has 57 caps. But then you look at the next guy, Jackson Ewell. He has 16 caps, but he hasn't appeared since 2021 for the USMNT. And then the next three guys have seven caps, two caps, and two caps. And so you have Kellen Acosta, who's obviously very experienced playing for this team. We know what he can bring. But then you have, what is that, five other guys that don't have a lot of experience or haven't been in the team for a long time. And I'm so curious to see how Hudson lines them up. Uh, who he puts in the starting lineup, and then to see how these players that that are kind of getting maybe a bigger shot in this match than they're used to, you know how how they can perform. Any thoughts on that?
1: I think agreeing with you, like again, not a lot of experience in this midfield with the national team outside of Kevin Acosta. I think again, it's a good opportunity for some guys who you know want to be part of that Gold Cup roster, you know, and make maybe you know get a long term role with the national team. Uh, I think Aiden Morris has had a really good start to MLS this season. I think it's three goals now for him this season. Signed a signed a contract extension, I think right after that, uh, or actually right when the, the same day the roster was released. So he's had a good season with Columbus Crew. Uh, Pommel's obviously continuing to to be a big part of FC Dallas's midfield this season um James Sands you know coming back from Rangers obviously maybe didn't and he probably ended that loan you know shorter earlier than he would have wanted but I think that it was ultimately was the right move for him to go back to MLS get playing time get get regular minutes um he wasn't playing all that much maybe the second half of the season with Rangers and obviously they're they're fighting for to uh, To avoid getting the treble done against them against Celtic um, in all competitions and uh, and then Alan Sonora I think is a is an intriguing add because he you know made the move from Argentina to Mexico going to FC Juarez and you know I think he's been in and out of the lineup but I think when you look at the guys in that midfield he probably gives you the most the most creativity in terms of. Setting up teammates, you know, being impactful in the final third, uh, you know, stringing passes together. So I think he, out of all of them, he probably brings the most creativity and and most more of a threat, uh, with the ball at his feet. So curious to see how Hudson kind of lines it up because um, there's, you know, I'm sure he's going to want to get maybe all six guys some playing time in the match, but we'll kind of see how the game goes and and see how the result goes as well. But yeah, a good opportunity for a lot of these guys to, to, uh, to keep some confidence going and um, you know, hopefully lock down a spot maybe for the gold cup.
0: Are there any other parts of this roster that, that really caught your eye or um, parts of it that you were going to, or positions that you were going to be, you know, really keeping an eye on uh, on Wednesday?
1: I think the number nine, position is always one that's going to stir some conversation, no matter if it's a competitive tournament, if it's qualifying, if it's a gold cup or if it's a friendly. Um, so I think it'll be curious again to see how Hudson lines up the, the attacking a- end of the field, because you have, you know, Jesus Ferreira, he's had a, a good amount of goals in MLS so far with FC Dallas. Um, he's obviously been in the national team set up the last, you know, two years or so. Brandon Vasquez is obviously a guy who a lot of U.S. fans want to see more of, and I think we will see more out of him uh, against Mexico. You know, scored a bunch of goals for FC since last season, and I think Warren's a chance of, of being in there uh, this camp, and also later this summer, you know, with the Gold Cup. Cade Cal obviously, um, you know, has done well with the the U.S. U twenties in them clinching. A World Cup spot and Olympic spot, so I think for him it's another good opportunity for him with the the senior team, and and then Jordan Morris. I mean, I know you know a lot of people probably want to see younger faces in the attacking end of the field, but I think Jordan Morris's MLS play so far this year, I think it's eight or nine goals now in MLS, warrants this chance and deserves his chance to to get back in the mix and. You know, with with a uh, busy summer ahead, so uh, definitely curious to see how they shake out uh, with the number nine, and you know who they put where. Obviously, no we know Cal plays more outside, Morris plays more outside. Both of those guys with the national team would imagine you see Vasquez and Frerira maybe split time in the game, or you know they get each get forty five minutes or so. And but I think you know you'll see all four of those guys uh, in the mix on on uh, on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, Cade Cowell, I'm really excited to see him. Uh, when I think back to the January camp, he was the player uh, I thought that was most exciting to, to watch in, in that friendly against Serbia. I mean, he was all over the place. He had several nice shots you know, that were just off target, um, loved the energy he brought to the field. But you know he hasn't been that productive in in MLS so far this this season. He has one assist and, and zero goals. So I'm excited to see you know which version of him shows up you know in this match and if he can you know duplicate that performance at all against uh, that that he that he had in Serbia against you know what I think is going to be uh, higher quality competition. Uh, against Mexico, and certainly because it's a rival, you know, a more a more meaningful game. I'd love to kind of go through and uh, each of us kind of name what is the starting lineup that we'd like to see out on the field on Wednesday, and I thought we'd go through this position by position, starting with goalkeeper. Uh, at goalkeeper, there's three goalkeepers called in, Sean Johnson, Drake Calendar and Roman Celentano. Who are you going to go with in your starting lineup, or who would you like to see in goal on Wednesday night?
1: Uh, I think as much as you know, I think Sean Johnson will probably you know I think Sean Johnson will get the start just because he's the veteran guy and and will want to be you know making the most of his chance. I really hope we see Celentano or Calendar, and I think Calendar would would get the nod. I think he's had a really good start to MLS this season with Inter-Miami. Uh, definitely made some big-time saves there. And um, probably wasn't really a guy that many people were thinking would be part of the, the national team maybe like a year or so ago um, just because the amount of, amount of goalies they have, right? I mean, there's obviously the European guys and, you know, there's some some guys in MLS, but, you know, I think it has not a lot of room for playing time away in the goalkeeping position with so many guys in the mix. So I think calendar and Celitano, that's who I'd like to see maybe split the game, you know, whether it's, you know, 45 minutes each, uh, depending how it goes. Right. Cause you know, you want to see the U S win the, this friendly, but I think both guys, uh, you know, warrant a chance and, and we've, we've seen John Johnson. We know what he's about. He's a great guy in the, in the locker room and, And in the squad, great veteran experience. But I think, you know, uh, both Celentano and Calendar have had good MLS seasons. Uh, Celentano was was important last season for Cincy to make the playoffs and and have a decent run at it in the playoffs. And um, I think that's who I'd like to see, those two, Calendar and Celentano, split time on on Wednesday night.
0: I think uh, I, too, am interested in seeing Calendar and Celentano but I'm gonna go with Sean Johnson in my starting lineup. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of the significance of this game. I, I I'm kind of trying to balance two things with the starting lineup is one, I do want to win because I want to keep that momentum going in the streak we have against Mexico. But then yeah, I want to get I kind of want to get a look at, at a lot of these these new guys, you know, and, and see what they can do. So I'm gonna kinda balance that out as I go through my starting lineup and uh, I think from a, on the more defensive side, I'm going to go a little bit more conservative, you'll see. And then as we get to more of the attacking side, I'm going to go a little bit more, uh, uh, I don't know if it's called high risk, but a little riskier. But for goalkeeper, I'm going to put Sean Johnson in there just to be a little bit more conservative. I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring match, and I want to put him in there. What about, uh, let's go back to the the back four. Who's the defender's Defending line you're, you're going with in your starting lineup.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm kind of like you here. I'm trying to, to mix guys in that, that have experience and also some new faces. Um, starting on the left side, I think Caleb Wiley has had a really good start with Atlanta United this season, scored, scored a couple goals, assisted a couple goals. I know he's been playing up kind of more so – as a winger at times with them, but you know he he does play left back, and and I think this would be a good opportunity for him to kind of prove himself at the international level at an at a young age. So I think he'll get. I think that's who I'd like to see at left back, uh, and then also in the center back pairing. I think I think Walker Zimmerman I think makes sense because you want to have some veteran experience there. I I don't think you're gonna see. You know, four guys out there that are in the back line that are completely inexperienced at the national team level. Uh, I think Walker Zimmerman will be there uh, in the starting lineup. You know, probably. You know, if he's in there, he's probably going to be wearing the captain's armband. So I think him uh, at one at one center back position, and then the other. Uh, I really would like to see Josh Weiner, the 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 center back from Louisville City, obviously reported reportedly closing in on a move. You know, this summer to Benfica um, is really played a, a good amount of minutes in the usl and still has obviously a, a bright future ahead with the the youth national team uh, as well so i think i would like to see him get an opportunity to play he's an exciting player and, and a lot of fans i know would would probably like to see him in there as well so so i got wiley weiner zimmerman and uh at right back i think serginio dest will be there i think Again, uh, like we said, he he's there. Um, you know, I think it's a good opportunity for him to get some minutes and uh, you want to have some experience in that back line. So uh, I think Serginio Des would be the the perfect go at, at right back.
0: So I think we're very similar there. Only difference is with center backs. Um, again, cause I'm going to keep it conservative. I'm going to go with Aaron long and Walker Zimmerman. I, I hesitated with that because it actually doesn't excite me at all. I know what both those guys can do, but I, I, I do fear that if we give up more, more than one goal, we're going to have a hard time, uh, winning this match. And so I'm just going to go kind of keep it super cons- conservative, uh, with the back line, and go with Aaron Long and and uh, Walker Zimmerman. I am most interested in seeing Josh Winder, so I'm I'm hoping he comes in and gets some significant playing time, you know, as a sub. Um, but I'm not going to start him for now. And then I'm going to go with the exact same you know fullbacks as you, Caleb Wiley on the left and Serginio Dest on the right. Um, really excited to see what Caleb Wiley can do in there, and I always love watching Serginio Dest and i think he needs this he needs this for his form he needs this to kind of help his chances of getting a good summer transfer cuz he's not getting much playing time over in italy and uh so yeah that's uh that's the back four i'm going with how about midfield
1: uh going with the midfield this this was probably the the most kind of fun to to go through um i think again like you said they're going to be try to be conservative to a point uh, I think Helen Acosta will get the the nod there providing some cup co- cover in front of the back line and again he is the most experienced midfielder out of this group in the the squad so I think he'll he'll definitely get the nod there and you know kind of perform that that Tyler Adams role in a way you know providing cover in front of the back line and and covering a lot of ground uh, and then slightly in front of him I got two guys um, again I think Again, these two guys I'm going with because they're the most, probably the most creative out of the bunch, and and you want to create chances. So, uh, I like Alan Sonora and Paxton Pomacle because, again, these are two guys that I think, you know, again, with the guys in the squad, that they're going to create chances. They're going to try to link up uh, with the forwards. Um, Pomical, you know, works extremely hard at club level. I see that continuing again with the national team after the January camp and Sonora uh, as well. I I'm, I don't think he ended his last uh, experience with the national team maybe on the, the note he would have liked. But uh, this is another crucial opportunity for him to to really kind of stay in the mix uh, with so many guys that are, I think, uh, younger guys that are maybe fighting to, to get in this squad for the Gold Cup.
0: Yeah, this one was the hardest to put together because, like we talked about, there's so many inexperienced players here. I think Kellen Acosta is the obvious choice. He's going to be in there for sure. It's just a matter of do they keep him in that number six or do they put him as more of a number eight, which I think he plays more, you know, for LA for LAFC. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like you. I'm going to keep him in as that number six more in that defensive posture a little bit, playing a little farther back. I'm also going to go with Alan Senora, uh, where you put him. But instead of Paxton Pomical, I'm going to go with Aiden Morris. And it's it's really a toss-up for me. I just really like what Aiden Morris has been doing so far this season. Uh, I'd like to see him out there and see what he can do uh, against Mexico but I think you're going to see heavy rotation in this midfield. Either way, there's going to be a lot of guys that are, are given a chance to play. Curious, wh- what are your thoughts on picking, you know, Paxton in your starting lineup over over an Aiden Morris?
1: You know, it, it's tough. It's like you said, kind of a toss up. I just think maybe, you know, Morris has had a really good season. I think pa- Pomicle's had a, a really good season. Maybe he doesn't have the goals or assists to, to show for it like Morris does. But I just think that, you know, Pomichael maybe brings a little more, I guess maybe a little bit more of an engine in midfield. Um, you know, he, he. I think when he first started with Dallas, he was always like kind of creative, creative, creative. Now he's, you know, doing a lot of other things. He He's covering a lot of ground. He's winning tackles. He's trying to score goals himself. And, that, and that's not saying Aiden Morris hasn't. I just think that, Pomical maybe warrants more of a look than morris because we we saw obviously both of these guys in in uh in january and uh i just think maybe you know it, it could be a a move where you give both of these guys 45 minutes i just think either way i think they're both um kind of the same player but they will i think Pomical i think maybe deserves I, I think morris might bring you more off the bench as a second half guy, then Pomichael could. Okay. Okay. All right. How about forwards? So uh, not many to pick from, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think looking at the forwards, uh, we know what Jesus Ferreira is all about. We know he makes, you know, good runs. He, he scored a bunch of goals for FC Dallas, um, you know, scored a bunch of goals in that, uh, that Nations League game uh, last summer against Grenada. Uh, I think Brandon Vasquez gets to start at number nine, you know, just because we haven't seen enough of him. And I think he, again, warrants that chance because of what he's done with MC Cincinnati over the last, uh last season scored a lot of goals. You know, I know he hasn't maybe scored as much as he would have liked at this point in MLS this season, but, you know, I think this is a good opportunity for him. It's uh, you know, I think, they both bring a lot of the same things, him and Ferreira, but Vasquez, you know, I think has maybe more to prove this camp than, than, uh, Ferreira does. So, uh, I think Vasquez will, will get the number nine spot up top. And then on the wings, you know, I like Cade Cal, uh, on the left side of it, you know, it's a lot of what he does with, with the earthquakes and, you know, I know he's versatile enough, could play both sides, but I, I think these guys could be interchangeable as well. So Kay Cal on one side, uh Jordan Morris on the other. Uh I know Jordan Morris has played even some number 9 uh for for the Sounders, but I don't think we're going to see him in that role this game. I think we're going to see him in his natural winger position, pressuring the fullbacks, trying to get behind the line, uh get crosses into the box and and like I said, Cal and Morris are are interchangeable, so we could see them, you know, Cal on the left or Morris on the left and vice versa you know, on the right.
0: I have the same exact uh, front three. I don't mean this as a knock on, on Jesus Ferreira, but you know, with this being the lineup that I'd like to see, I really don't have much. (laughs) There's not much excitement for me in in seeing Jesus Ferreira right now. I know what I'm getting with, with him. I really want to see what Brandon Vasquez can do and whether he's like a legit candidate for that um, number nine. And then I'm super excited to see Cade Cowell on the left side. Jordan Morris, I'm, I'm putting in there really by by default, but really the, the the two I'm most excited to see are Cade Cowell and, and Brandon Ves- Vasquez and, and see and see what they can do in this match. So I think we're overall pretty close. Only three differences: uh, goalkeeper, one center back, and then one midfielder. Other than that, eight out of eleven of ours agree. So we'll see what happens. Uh, when the lineups come out Wednesday night, what's your prediction? What do you think's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, as much as we wanna see a lot of goals and a lot of people get on the score sheet for the US, I think I'm with you. You you kind of alluded to it. I think there's gonna be some conservativeness there. I think it's going to be a low scoring game because again, you're not seeing, you know, the top, the top guys for both teams. You're you're seeing guys that, you know, maybe fringe players want to get in there, show what they can do. Um, so I do think the U S will, will get the win. I'm going one, nothing to the U S. Uh, I'm actually going to give, go with the prediction, Jordan Morris scoring because he, he's continued (laughs) to do that, uh, every week for the Sounders. Um, so, uh, I like him to score, and, and I know maybe some of the fans will will be hoping it's Brandon Vasquez or Cade Cowell or or somebody else, but I think Jordan Morris is is the go-to guy right now, and I think he's going to have a a little bit of a point to prove because of you know he he's a veteran now, he he wants to stay in this squad, and you know for him I guess hopefully be there for a long time coming. So one nothing to the U.S. is my uh, is my prediction.
0: I'm going with a 1-1 draw. I hope you're right. I hope it is 1-0 uh, U.S. Either way, I do think it's going to be low scoring. I also wouldn't be surprised at, at 0-0. But, yeah, I'm going to be hoping for for more, hoping the uh, U.S. can uh, get a win on Wednesday night. And, uh, Larry, just want to thank you for coming on the show Before I let you go, could you just please share where people can learn more about you or read more of your work? And uh, also, please feel free to share any final thoughts you have about this match on Wednesday night.
1: Absolutely, Frank. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Good to connect with you and, and be on the show. And for everyone listening, you can follow me, LHenry019 on Twitter. I'm always open for... Debates and conversations and everything, uh, you know, whether it's USMNT, MLS, Americans Abroad, uh, even the Premier League, whatever else. Um, and then also, as Frank said earlier, um, you can follow my writing over at SBI Soccer, doing a lot of good stuff there each and every week. And then follow the good people over at MLS Next Pro, where you can you know, learn more about the, the upcoming crop of, of young talent in, in Major League Soccer.
0: Larry, thanks again for joining the show, and thanks to everyone for listening to Here and Abroad. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a fellow USMNT fan. I'm Frank Garza, and I'll be back next week with a new episode.